Sales is King, episode Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sales is King. I am Dan Sixsmith. I am your host, and I believe that sales reps and sales leaders are at a crossroads in 2018. They're in danger of being disintermediated and displaced. And if they do not transform themselves, they will fall victim the way other companies have done so, the blockbusters, the sports authorities, and others. So, Sales reps can choose one of two directions. Embrace the new requirements. Embrace what buyers are looking for today. Change their style. Add new skills and become a top flight seller. Or they can choose to cling to their old ways and watch their sales numbers decline. Similarly, sales leaders need to change their skills. They need to be great coaches. They need to be great leaders. They need to be more than just pipeline managers. And they, too, have faced a crossroads. And that's what we talk about in this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please reach out to me and let's get acquainted, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. Hi, guys, and welcome to Episode 68 of Sales is King. And today we're asking the question, are buyers driving without a license? Are buyers driving without a license? Think about it. Um, And what we mean by that is that there are going to be times in our sales process when we encounter a buyer, and this happens quite a bit to me, probably happens to you as well, where a buyer comes in and they are looking to talk about a specific solution, something that they need, and they think that they need your product or your solution. They want to see how it works. They want a demo. They want some pricing information. And while all that might seem to be good, um, what I'm here today to tell you is that we have to be cautious. We have to be careful because just because a buyer is asking about your specific product or your specific solution um, doesn't necessarily mean that he is on the way to purchasing your product. Um, And there's a lot of information that we need to gather and we have to be able to take a step back because what we see is that sometimes buyers are overwhelmed. They're doing a lot of research online. There are numerous different types of solutions, and we need to kind of understand why they've arrived at our doorstep. And not only that, but um, where they are in the process, in the buying process, in the buyer's journey. And the reason why this is important is because we need to understand the buyer motivations. We need to understand where they are. Um, Are they very, very far down the road? 
Uh, are they about to pull the trigger? Have they engaged with other uh, competitors of yours um, and are just looking for another quote? Uh, you, we really need to take a step back, and this happens quite a bit, but many of us are just so happy that we're speaking to a buyer that we just kind of follow their lead. And that, my friends, is a mistake. Um, in any sales engagement, we talked about this in the last episode, um, we always need to create some leverage for ourselves. And we need to, first and foremost, take a step back, ask the buyer where they are in the process. Is this just the research gathering phase? Are they, uh, again, have they identified several different vendors? Um, and are we perhaps just uh, one additional quote that they need just to check off a box and they're really going to be going with somebody else. Um, so, you know, I'll use the analogy. We've used it before, but, you know, say I'm a doctor and um, a patient walks in and says, hi, doctor, um, you know, I'm not feeling that great. And um, I've seen this drug on television called Drug A, and um, I've seen the commercial, and I think it's going to help me. So I'd like to have you prescribe drug A. Now, what does the doctor do? The doctor says, oh, well, that's interesting, but I need to ask you a few more questions about what specifically is troubling you, when it started, uh, what led you to potentially come in here. Um, and then, after a full examination... I'll figure out what, if anything, I can prescribe to you. Now, if the doctor acted like a eager and aggressive salesperson, the doctor would say, great, let me tell you about this drug. Uh, this drug comes in a number of different flavors. It comes in a number of different milligrams. Um, it does very, very well on the marketplace. And um, I'd love to tell you more about it, and I'd love to uh, prescribe it for you. Uh, are you ready to buy it? So <clears throat> that's the analogy that I'm using. Uh, we have to think like doctors. We have to understand buyer motivations because when I say they're driving without a license, they could definitely be thinking that they need something, but the reality is that they simply do not need that particular part of it or they're not fully understanding why they need what they need. And that's where we come in because we want to take a step back. We want to be the doctor. We want to be the expert that's going to uh, assess them, that's going to analyze them, that's going to work with them um, to help them understand what their motivations are and what their issues are and how we can help them solve those issues. So how do we do this, right? So, you know, we get a call or we're asked to come in and, um, you know, we have a buyer and they seem motivated and they're asking me about, you know, tell me about your solution, tell me how it works, um, and tell me the pricing. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I need to take a step back and understand what's important to this buyer, right? Um, because there's, you know, uh, solutions are complex today. There's many different elements that we can emphasize, many different case studies that we can focus on. So what what am I going to focus on? So the first thing I'm going to say is, that sounds great, Mr. Buyer. So help me understand um, kind of the issues that you guys are wrestling with. Tell me your process about how you got to us. 
um, and what's motivating you to engage with us? Give me a little bit of context if you don't mind. And that's a good question to kind of set the stage, let the buyer kind of tee up a little bit more about why they're speaking to you and what those issues are that they are wrestling with. And when we listen to those issues and challenges, we need to make sure that those are in fact issues and challenges that we can help them with. If they're not, we really shouldn't be in the discussion, even though the buyer might think that they want to buy our solution. We need to help them understand um, that we might not be the right fit. So this does a couple of different things. Um, This demonstrates that we are, in fact, um, subject matter experts, that we're consultative salespeople, that we're not just um, transactional, um, you know, that we have a head on our shoulders and that we are trying to make sure uh, that the buyer is going down the right road and that we can, in fact, help them. So they will um, definitely, I believe, in the long run, respect your questions. Um, if they want to just kind of trample over that and not give you the n- information, I'm going to tell you that it's probably not going to be um, a legitimate prospect and a legitimate deal for you um, because it just doesn't sound right um, from a gut level. Um the buyer should be giving you the information that you need. So, you know, so our objective then is to get that information, uh, to understand those challenges, to um, help validate them perhaps with information we have from other organizations, um, from other people we've worked with, and then help them, of course, uh, understand the impact of not solving that challenge. Obviously, um, they recognize it as a challenge, But we need to kind of quantify the impact of not solving that challenge. That's the key. Um, And do a little of that work with them. And I think that they'll appreciate that. Before we get into talking about us and what we do, because when it comes to be that time, we have to be able to tie everything back in our value selling, to tie it back to um, these challenges and to tie it back to those costs um, and the impact of not solving the issue. Because ultimately, you know, the buyers are on their buyer's quote-unquote journey, but we're in sales, right? And we need to, to be able to sell them something. And we need to move them into our sales process if, in fact, it makes sense. The other phrase we can use if perhaps a buyer is going down the wrong road um, is, have you considered? Uh, have you considered X, Y, Z in terms of solving this issue? Uh, Because what it does is, in a non-threatening way, it basically gives them another thought process, um, another way of potentially solving the issue. And again, that gives you points as a subject matter expert, not just a sales guy or a gal. The other thing you're doing here as part of this process is you are increasing the trust level between you and the buyer. um, And you're also... Uh, mitigating or diminishing the risk of the buyer working with you uh, by doing this. You're increasing the trust, you're decreasing and mitigating the risk because you're showing the buyer um, that you're being thoughtful about this, that you care about him or her. Uh, You're not looking to just sell them something, but you're actually trying to validate and make sure that you can even help them. And even if you can't, that you're going to direct them in the right way way. So there's a recent study out by um, CSO Insights, and um, 
it validates a little bit here about what we're talking about. And it says that 44% of buyers today um, identify their solutions on their own before they engage with salespeople. And that's what you've got to look out for. <clears throat> that's what you've got to be careful on. Um, and it's, um, it's tempting, right? Because you feel like you've got um, a tenderized piece of meat that just happened to show up on your plate saying, hey, I want to buy from you. And actually, in today's digital world, um, I'm telling you that you actually have to be wary of that type of buyer. Um, and uh, very rarely does that buyer turn into a uh, customer for you, unless you do those different tactics um, that I spoke to you about. So we've got to be able to pivot you know, we've got to be able to shift the conversation. We've got to be able to take a step back and go through our usual assessment, our usual discovery, um, <clears throat> and really, truly help the customer understand where they're at and where they're going. Um, the good news is that um, customers, uh, prospects are telling us that they do want to engage earlier with salespeople, which is great. Um, and that's the best time, in my opinion, to connect with these buyers, where you can get involved and help them uncover issues, help them identify some pain points, turn yourself into a subject matter expert, help them set the buying agenda. Remember this stat from Forrester. 74% of the wins goes to those sellers that help the buyers set the buying agenda. Only 26% of the wins occur in the bake-off. So when you get that call from someone saying, hey, I'm ready to buy, I want a quote, and I've already engaged with several other vendors, you only win 26% of the time. But when you're engaged early, when you're helping them do design think sessions, when you're helping them put the strategy together, when you're helping them identify the needs, you win 74% of the time. That's why you need to engage earlier. So think about that as you go forward. Um, I also wanted to spend some time today on the program to talk about some, some new statistics that I think are important to us uh, as buyers. Um, as sellers, rather. And it's about buyers. Um, here's a new study from uh, the Demand Gen Report. Uh, I love those guys, and they've got some great stats, and I'd like to kind of mention a few of them now and then kind of talk to you a little bit about the ramifications. So um, as we said earlier from CSO Insights, 90% of buyers are open to engaging with sellers earlier in the buying process. So it's great that to know that and it's great to engage early. The key, though, the skill is going to be, um, you know, you're not talking solution. You're not talking product. You're not talking demo. You're not doing case studies. You are assessing. You're the doctor. You're in there with your stethoscope. You're asking questions. Um, you know, you're in discovery mode. That's the key. That's the key about the early stage. You have to be good at this. You have to develop those skills. You have to get your questions down. And you have to establish trust uh, in order to ask those questions. We've talked about this before, right? It's not an inquisition. Um, it is a relationship. So you have to add value um, along the way. 
Uh, nine in 10 buyers agree that they're open to engaging with vendors when they are identifying a need for a product or service, and likewise agree that they're open to interacting with vendors when they're exploring options. So uh, very similar to, to the last one. Let's take a look at a few more of these. 72% say that they collected preliminary information on pricing and costs within the first three months. Um, so that's, that's interesting, right? Let's talk about this a little bit. You know, this is a hotly debated uh, subject. You know, if the buyer asked me for the price, do I give it to them? And the answer is, you do give it to them if you've demonstrated value. Um, just putting a quote out there in, in uh, thin air is not going to work, in my opinion. And I don't agree with the, the school of thought that says, you know, that you don't answer them. Um, you do answer them, but <clears throat> you answer them uh, and make sure that you've sufficiently demonstrated value so that they can understand that that price, what that price is tied to in terms of benefits. Um, let's see what else is new on here. Uh, 54% of buyers are relying on social media. Okay. Um, and they do that to ask for recommendations uh, in their network. They do it to connect with thought leaders. That needs to be you. And they do it to connect directly with vendors. So again, the importance of the social channels, your social profile, the content you're sharing, um, the richness of your social profile, right? Um, the information that you put in there is going to be tremendous because if a buyer can connect with you and your content while they're doing the research, that's going to give you a tremendous um, advantage. Good stuff. So that's it for today, guys. Let's think about this for sure as we go through our day-to-day, -day, as we're out there trying to crush our numbers. Um, let's master the art of the pivot. Let's master the art of taking a step back. Let's master the art of being a consultative seller, like a doctor, right? Let's master the art of asking those questions with a purpose. Let's master the art of delivering value. Let's master the art of shifting the equation back to the buyer needs and challenges. Let's master that art. Let's put ourselves in a position to win in the rest of 2018 and moving into 2019. Peace. There's something that you ought to know. You